Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Strategy Podcast with myself, Henry Jennings, filling in for Marcus as he's currently sunning himself on the south coast of New South Wales. Certainly a pretty good day that we're having here in the market. We're up 69 points as we go to air on this podcast, just shy of 7,000. So the market doing very well. We did see the SPY futures up overnight, pointing to a rise of 36 points, but we seem to have got on with that. And certainly that magnetic round number level of 7,000 is beckoning. And what's moving the market today? Today, of course, is the usual suspects. We have the banking sector doing very well with the uh, ANZ up around 1%, Westpac up around 1% as well, and CBA lagging slightly up uh, only 0.65%, but certainly the banking sector doing well. Even Macquarie, which did miss out a little bit yesterday on the rise, up around 0.6%. But we have seen some good rises this morning as well. In the material stocks, iron ore back uh, in the certainly in the pink at the moment, $173 US a tonne, up 1.2% overnight. So that's really pushing the likes of BHP up around 2.2%, Rio up around 2%, and Fortescue having a really good day at the moment, up. 3.3%. So certainly the market looking pretty good. Industrials as well doing very well today with things like real estate uh, group, REA group up 2.7% and Aristocrat continuing to climb up 1.8% as well. But all the action really is in the miners and in the banks today, that's for sure. CSL missing out yet again. Uh, pretty much flatlining in CSL. So the market continues to push higher and very much 7,000 and beyond in its sights. In today's strategy piece, we also looked at the FOMC meeting minutes that came out last night from Federal Chief Jerome Powell talking about the economy and how he sees things panning out. Certainly no interest rate rises he sees in the US market till 2023. And of course, we've just had our RBA as well coming out this week and saying they don't see interest rate rises till 2024. Both appear to be happy to run the economy hot, especially in the US, and targeting a sustainable rate of inflation. Sustainable being the optimal word there. And that is around 2%. We're still a little way from that, but we're certainly seeing signs that that is stirring at the moment with the 10-year yield on the US markets up to 1.67%. So nothing really dramatic there, but certainly inflation is stirring in the US. Also, Jerome Powell talking about maximum employment as well. So maximum employment, the key to it, and clearly the Fed happy to run the economy hot. They have also uh, reinstated or reaffirmed, I guess, the $120 million a month asset purchase program that they are currently undertaking, which is, again, pouring more money into the US economy. President Biden also being quite canny with the framing of his stimulus package for the US economy in terms of the infrastructure package of around $1.9 trillion and the associated tax increases for corporate America that he is trying to get through to pay for that infrastructure spend, but very much 
focusing it as a move against China and for the US to remain strong and to remain the global behemoth that it is rather than letting China catch up and overtake the US economy. So he's very much framing it as an investment in America's future rather than a tax increase. And at the moment, certainly the corporate world in the US doesn't seem to be pushing back too hard, although I'm sure if it came to fruition, there would be some more pushback. Uh, We saw Amazon's Jeff Bezos saying that he supported a tax increase. I guess, uh, ironically, he probably pays very little of the tax that would be increased as Amazon haven't been a great taxpayer. But certainly uh, Janet Yellen and Joe Biden also targeting offshore earnings and uh, some of the tax increases there for companies that avoid tax by uh, putting money offshore. So that is, again, in focus. But certainly, given the Republicans were keen to also increase infrastructure spending and invest in America to make America great, then it seems that Joe Biden is on the right track and maybe framing it as an investment in America rather than a tax increase will do wonders for the PR surrounding it and maybe we'll get some of that infrastructure spending. So we have looked today in the strategy piece on the Goldilocks scenario, I guess, where the US economy is neither too hot nor too cold and how that will affect our market and very much pushing our market up as we speak. Um, 7,200 certainly seems a possibility. But when you consider the Federal Reserve has expanded its balance sheet now from $3 trillion back in uh, 2013 when we had the taper tantrum to around $8 trillion today, you have to remember that back in 2013, that was coming off the back of the GFC. And despite the fact that Ben Bernanke at the time, which caused the ripple in the market, suggested that it would reduce its bond purchases, it actually did no such thing. It said at the time that it might reduce its bond purchases, and that led to the taper tantrum. And as a result, the Fed kind of backed off as there was a little bit of a wobble there, especially from emerging markets. But uh, at the end of the day, in 2013, the Dow actually had its biggest gain in 18 years. So, so much for that taper tantrum in the US. Of course, as always, this time it is different. But certainly the US at the moment seems to be pouring petrol on an already expanding economy. We saw those good jobs numbers the other day on Friday last week with um, 916,000 new jobs added. We've also seen our economy doing pretty well as well. New car sales going through the roof too in our economy. So everything looks pretty positive and we're certainly very uh, positive on the outlook for our market at the moment as I say those banks and industrials doing pretty well but uh, miners also doing well too. Some interesting moves today in some of the individual stocks that we're seeing. Uh, Western Areas came out with a production report today one of the most heavily shorted stocks in the market. They're up nearly 5% today, so doing pretty well. And Deterra, which is the uh, iron ore royalties company uh, spun out of Aluka, they're up uh, 3.5%, so they're doing well as well. AMP, interestingly, up 3% today, amazingly. Uh, Not too many casualties around today, I have to say, and uh, all sectors looking pretty good, as we have just topped 7,000 as I've been recording this podcast. 
In corporate news today, Morgan Stanley's cut its afterpay valuation for the second time in 2021. It's flagging the potential for merchant fee pressures in Australia as CBA enters the market. So it has cut its revenue forecast by around 1% to 3% over FY 2020. As a result of this, it has reduced its price target by around 6.3% from $159 to $149. Earlier in the year, the price target was reduced from $170, so still considerably above the $119 that it is at the moment. And Afterpay, not doing too much this morning, I have to say it is up around 0.8% or $0.96 to just shy of $120. In other news today, Centre Group SCG said the rebound continues and it tips a return to dividend growth. So good news for those. In other news, Westpac faces civil proceedings from ASIC in relation to the sale of consumer and credit insurance projects, products rather, to approximately 384 clients. And McPherson's directors have recommended shareholders reject the takeover offer from Gallin at $1.34. Brokers Wilson has hiked its valuation on EML payments 20% to $6.51. That's following their acquisition yesterday of Sentinel. EML doing pretty well today. Again, on the back of that, they're up another 4% today, uh, doing well there. All up, though, the market's certainly showing great signs today and 7,000 being breached. The current bull market continues in Australia, that's for sure, following the US, which is dithering a little bit around record highs, but certainly our market looks as if it's still uh, got some juice in it, although volumes, I have to say, are a little bit on the low side still, but that's probably the Easter break and school holidays. And finally, in the newsletter today, in Henry's Take, we also have a look at Calix, CXL is the stock code there, as their SPP comes to an end. And an interesting move higher in national storage, NSR. Dull and boring it may be, but it has shown a clean pair of heels on some hopes that maybe there is more corporate action. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.